What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dustin's Vinyl. I hope you missed me. I missed you guys. Um, it's uh, it's good to be back uh, talking vinyl music. Um, it's been a it's been a really cool thing. I'm gonna do a thing up top today because um, I like to change the show every week. Um, <laughs> this day in music history, I'm going to do a little thing for my monologue tonight. Um, in 1904, uh, Giacomo Puccini's opera, Madame Butterfly, premieres in Milan. Um, this is the saddest opera ever. Dude knocks up a girl in another country, then comes back, takes the baby, and then leaves her there. She kills herself, but the music is beautiful. So check out some Madame Butterfly opera, good stuff. Uh, jumping ahead, 63 years, in 1967, the Beatles, the, to this day, on fe February 17th, released Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields. And such uh, great music um, from those uh, those singles there, and the albums are great, and uh, proving music and drugs were way better in the 60s. So you kids and myself missed out on a lot. And to stay in the 60s, in 1969... Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash record an album and it was never released. Um, I, I think you can get some cuts off of it. Um, you can get some of the session recordings. I think the problem with the album was um, there was too much mumbling. They couldn't understand each other. <laughs> um, same year, uh, Cloud Nine, the ninth studio album from The Temptations, uh, was released. It won a Grammy Award. And an amazing album. Uh, it has uh, one of my favorites, uh, Heard It Through the Grapevine, an amazing song, only to be ruined by the overplayed 1980s commercial from the California Raisins. And that uh, <laughs> was the downfall of, of that song. Um, it's great to uh, be here, guys. I'm going to do the random pick of the day, uh, staying in the line of um, uh, Black History Month. We got Mr. Richard Pryor, one of my favorite comedians. Uh, is it something I said? This is one of my favorite albums. Um, this is the second um, Richard Pryor album on Warner Brothers. The first one is In Words Crazy. This In Words Crazy. And this is, uh, is it something I said. Is it's This is an amazing album. Um, it has a lot of good stuff on it. I think Richard Pryor is the greatest comedian to ever live. Um, I will put that against any, you can say Chappelle, you can say whoever you want. It's that it all, the source all comes from Richard. Richard was amazing, vulnerable comic. This album has a lot of, uh, he's making fun of, um, you know, his cocaine addiction and things like that, which is not easy in comedy. That's the thing people don't understand. You know, when somebody's that vulnerable and that raw, it's not easy to do. Because most of the guys I work with, it's like, we're just doing weed jokes and making fun of how old we are. This guy was going in hard. And this is an exceptional album. Um, it has uh, great bits. And, you know, the whole black and white thing, like he really was the first to do that. And he nailed it. This particular album, he talks about white preachers and black preachers. And this album is recorded in 1975, and it still sounds like something somebody put out today. It really does. Richard Pryor is uh, is an amazing comedian. Um, I love his movies. I love his stand-up. So if you're not familiar with Richard Pryor and you only know contemporary comedians, um, do yourself a favor and seek out some of the older guys. And this is, uh, this is an exceptional album, so uh, I recommend that. And I love uh, vinyl uh, comedy vinyl records uh, the really uh, kind of people don't seek them out as much so you can find some really good stuff like uh, when you go to a record store you'll find stuff that maybe a lot of people are not getting the comedy stuff it's all music so really if you get a chance look through the comedy section at a record store you'll find some amazing stuff I think this was at a yard sale my mother-in-law got this for me got and, and my girl as well and so uh, so this is great so get this album Richard Pryor is this something I said 
and uh, you will laugh and you will be taken back in a moment in time when comedy was raw and real and uh, it's really good stuff. There's no puppets on this album. Like this is an amazing comedian. So check that out. So that is my uh, random pull of the day. So I'm um, very excited for this show. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about it. We're going to bring in my funny, amazing host, uh, Jeffrey Paul, Adam Holtz. Hey, guys, what's up? How are we doing? Hey, how's it going? How's hey, it going, folks? Um, we're good. All right. You guys prior fans? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I first, uh, the first time I ever really listened to comedy, I remember with my friends sitting with a, a cassette player, like a boombox, and we were listening to Richard Pryor live at the Sunset Strip. And that was the first comedy album I ever heard. And that that really like got me into it. Nice. Yeah, that's that's a great album. You know, he, I think that's the one he makes fun of himself, uh, Catching on Fire by Freebasing and stuff. Where yeah, he has the match and, he, and he's just like, this is me running down the street. And he's, <laughs> he's like, going. yeah, that was, uh, yeah, he's great, man. Such good stuff. What's great about that album is that's like a, a live set. That's not chopped up. That's nah, not. He just through. went out and did it. He said if he fucked up, he fucked up. But he went out and did it and that was his set. Whether the crowd was great that night, whether the crowd wasn't that great that night, he was that was the set he was recording. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of kind of how they did records back then. You know, I'm a puss. I do I always do when I do an album, it's definitely two shows. I got to splice. <laughs> <laughs> I never trust that early show. <laughs> it's like, they're going to be a little tight. I got to make sure I got a backup show. But uh, but Richard, you know, he's better than all of us. So, um, yeah, it's good. how about you, Adam? You into Richard Pryor at all? Yeah. Yeah. Richard Pryor is great. Um, and actually, I see here uh, Matt Dabin said he is the greatest of all time. And yes. Uh, Gum Ragers asked, uh, awesome, how much is that uh, album? Um, this album, I think it costs like three bucks, but I looked online. It's probably worth about, it's in pretty, it's, it's, it's a lot of wear and tear. So I pray it's probably worth yeah. about 40 bucks, but uh, meant it would be about 80, 80 bucks. But it's a rare one. You don't find this one a lot. So yeah. this one's kind of hard to find. Oh. And uh, uh, Dustin, since you uh, mentioned the California Raisins, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> why do you have that album? Why does he have that album? <laughs> that is always the question. They're singing the hits. That's hilarious. Oh Where did you, did you? Is that this new? Is or? A, no, no. I had this. Had uh, oh I, I probably God. got this when I was little, and um, I, I found it through. <laughs> do you have? Do you have a protective sleeve over that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is actually hey, worth you're, money, you're, and there's no sleeve on it. And right, that's right. actually that no, has. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? It could be worth something. <laughs> that commercial, though, just like would not stop in the 80s. Like, yeah. you're, you know, I don't know. I mean, Jeff definitely knows you're a little young for it, but it was like always playing oh, over and over people and over. Wore those shirts. Remember the California Raisin shirts? Yeah. And then everybody thought it was racist. It was, you know, people thought because the raisins, it was like a whole thing. It was like over this stupid commercial. But, you know, I mean, the temptation, they made money or, or did they? It was probably they probably didn't. A lot of those Motown deals. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. You know, they those people didn't make money you know the record labels did but but i don't know that that's that that commercial haunts me in my sleep <laughs> uh, they have 10 so they have 10 songs on here too 10 okay yeah and it's okay. it, but it's not is it the temptations or is it like people covering them and then go because i don't even know like the song itself was it the actual temptations or was it somebody just covering it for the commercial? I think, I think, I think it's somebody i think it's somebody covering it oh uh, okay i think some of the songs were like uh like it was like some uh, top songs on it. So I think Levi Stubbs was still around. I think he may have sang a couple of songs on that album. So how do you know about the album? 
hilarious because you have said, it and you know about it and that's that's the funniest all, part of the whole thing over the place like you said i mean you couldn't get away from the that's true like, well the they, album i mean i wasn't they made tv <laughs> shows about, about california yeah like like they had a sitcom that's hilarious that's, that's <laughs> yeah, pretty like how many how many commercials had sitcoms i know uh they tried the caveman from the guy the caveman commercial. had it right yeah that was that a summer. christmas special too they had a christmas special yeah, yeah. i think so you don't you don't realize how big this thing was it was like the kiss christmas special <laughs> star wars you ever see that one star wars christmas oh, special yeah. that was a good one that was the first uh, boba fett also <laughs> oh so bad you han solo looks like he wanted he wants to kill himself in the middle of it he's just like harrison ford's like why am i doing this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the money very cool all right so let's okay. go with it jeff what do you got for us uh, before we get started, I got a couple of things yes. I want to share with you guys. Yeah. You know, we we talk about like tours and stuff that we've we've seen and done, and I just wanted to, you know, you're always saying, "Hey, go through your stuff." You know, maybe you find something. Yeah, I found like a box of all like uh, a bunch of old laminates of different shows. Mm. Like here is one from um, Springsteen. Um, this was a Springsteen tour that I worked nice. on, and get it in frame, buddy. Yeah, you guys see it? And <laughs> your face. <laughs> I love a good lanyard, man. There's yeah. there's nothing better than lanyards. And like the just so people know, like the different colors may symbolize a different city uh or nice. different leg of the tour. And if you you know you are on the Ooh, tour, the meal pass, the craft meal services, that's eat. right. Yeah. Oh, Get yeah, that, that good was like food. Always the best. Here was a great tour that I I worked on. This was um the Holly Davison uh tour awesome um, who was part of who was part of that show this was uh ted nugent uh journey billy idol uh this was this was a you know they're always different uh when ted nugent it. wasn't crazy and he just played music that was a good he, time that's right what he, that's what he did <laughs> here, <laughs> all that crazy <laughs> shit here's here's from the um the grammys the, I, I used to do the, the grammys quite a bit but this is the grammy what year was that this it's the 45th Grammy Award. So I'm going to, th this had to be maybe late uh, 90s, early 2000s. Oh, nice. And look how young I look there. You don't look that young. You're exactly the same, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of those guys. You look the same. You, like, um, you always looked 35, even in high school. Like you're just one of those guys. <laughs> you, like just, you, just, <laughs> you just stayed with it. <laughs> this, this, this was a, the Stones had, yeah, the Stones a little different this was um bridges to babylon mm. um and uh, okay i got a couple of bridges but what was good about this like they changed the past every, every day so it was sure. like a different it was a different yeah. color people, so people you, were you, selling you, those man left and right it, i bet yeah exactly and what was cool about this if you see it said i had uh escort uh services you know that's got power so you were so an escort you guys, for the stones nice no no that meant if i <laughs> it's your butter if you, <laughs> i would have gladly taken one for the team <laughs> but that meant if i wanted to bring like you guys into the show i could escort yeah. you and bring you in nice you know, that was a cool thing Here i feel like i met rock. you i met you way too late in my life you, like you, you have nothing did. to offer now like no. <laughs> Just memories, just memories. Maybe like a yeah firehouse show, like you know. There's yeah. just definitely the bar has been yeah. What's this that? is this is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nice. Is, what year was that? The, uh, this was who was inducted? January seventeenth, nineteen ninety six. I did a bunch of these, um, but this was the only one I was able to find. Um, okay. 
do you remember who was inducted or oh no man i would have yeah. to go back and look yeah J- jerry garcia on broadway nice um people get Pope. high on that show uh no <laughs> no the they Pope. didn't let people get high i go because oh, it's broadway yeah, well, I'll, I can tell you a funny story. Here's the, here's the the Pope. I worked the Pope at Grange, at um, <laughs> Central Park. <laughs> I love how you went for Jerry, Jerry Garcia to the Pope. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you see the date, October 7th, 1995. Oh God. Um, Adam was four. That's nice. <laughs> and then sometimes... You know, you would get cool stuff like, you know, like one of the everyone says, like, who was the best guy you worked for? One of the best guys I ever worked with was Neil Diamond. And he gave this to me. Jewish Elvis. Yeah, this was an autographed (laughs) uh, program from the Twice. Nice. Nice. they, they no, just really nobody knows who Neil really Diamond nice. is on on Twitch, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely not going to know who we're talking about today. Well, maybe if my, my dad is watching, you know, yeah. maybe <laughs> he'd be impressed. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, if they don't know Neil Diamond, they're definitely not going to know who we're going to talk about today. I mean, you know, but that's what we do here. We, we we're, it's, 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 dad rock. it's Dad Rock. We should call the show Dad Rock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay dies a lot. Wants to know if you were an escort for the Pope too. <laughs> he was too old for that. <laughs> you got to be a little younger to be the be the post escort. You yeah. know the way these Catholics can be nine a little to bit. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Again, you take one for the team. Um, nice. So the album that we're talking about today, this is the album that I, I, I it's like. You know, Black History Month. We haven't spoke about about really any black artists in, in a little, I have. A little bit. I always do up top, just for the record. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying I made to get, sure that I did that. Yeah, I'm trying to every get every single good, show. Yeah, Justin, I'm still trying to get in good graces of the people. Okay, all right. <laughs> but I had to. Yeah, and, so speak for yourself. But anyway, go ahead. And also because I felt bad that one of the members uh, just passed away uh, about a week or so ago, and we're talking about the Supremes, and we're talking about uh, the Supremes a go go, and the Supremes. If you don't know who the Supremes were, they're the big breakout star was Diana Ross, but Mary Wilson had a, had a nice career and Flo Ballad was, was, you know, had a great career too, as you know, she sang on a lot of uh, background and studio albums and she was really, really, all of them was so, so talented. And the Supremes, when you, a lot of, you know, they're, they're a Motown, um, they're Motown artists. The album that we're talking about, Supremes of Go-Go, is their ninth studio album uh, wow. in 1966. But this is also a time when when recording artists would put out two, three albums a year, you know? That's phenomenal. So to have like a big catalog was nothing. Um, this was also the first female group to reach number one on the Billboard uh, charts. And Adam and I were, were, were talking about this uh, during the week, and we were saying this album is... We said it was, what was the album that we equated this to? We had a lot of uh, covers. Um, so you guys did a pre-show before me? What happened? <laughs> well, the, Joe, the Joan Jett album. The Joan Jett, right. Yeah. That was oh, a good okay. analogy that you made. It was kind of like the Joan Jett where there was, there was great originals and then the covers took on like a life of their own. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, there were some, some great tracks. I mean, some songs you, you guys definitely know, like... Uh, the number one out song that came out of this album was "You Can't Hurry Love," mm-hmm. you know, really classic. Maybe people know it from Phil Collins. You know, he he covered it. But yeah, the California Raisins, they covered it on this. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> yeah, it's oh. on there. <laughs> Can we forget about the? 
God. No, it's a punchline, Jeff. Let it happen. I Let know. Come I on. Know. Well, Jeff, listen, like, you're, you're agreeable. You're a good cop. I'm bad cop. This. And you were actually a cop, so that yeah. doesn't even. And, yeah. and, and, and secretly, I really do like the California raisins. So probably do. You probably have all the little figurines. Yeah. I mean, this this is a great album. This album is so good. You don't even realize when you're listening to it how poorly black women were treated in this time period. You know, the fact that they were able to be a success successful band is a huge deal in and of itself. I mean, that that's the thing when you start to think about the time and the era of this music, it's like, the, it's, it's really kind of a beat, even though the songs are kind of about leaving you and things like that. It's still, it still feels up when there was, it was a weird time in America, but it was, uh, you know, it was definitely a bright spot. This, this particular band, well, this, this whole album. Yeah. I, I think a lot of the credit, I mean, listen, Diana Ross is, uh, if we're talking singers, yeah, you kids on, don't know. Before Beyonce, there was this woman she's called on Diana the Ross. <laughs> Mount Mount Rushmore of singers. Yeah, I mean, of female singers, you know, of any type of genre, any kind of, of music. Yeah, phenomenal. I mean, she yeah. had everything. She could sing. She looked great. She can act. I mean, there was nothing. I mean, Diana Ross was as big a star as there ever was. What, in what the was universe. her acting? What did she do? What did she? She was in the Wiz. She... Uh, Lady sings the, Liz, uh, the blues. Wiz. I mean, she was in a bunch of different stuff. Um, yeah. So she she was again can do everything. But I think a lot of the credit goes to the songwriters um, with with the old Motown uh, artists. I mean. A lot of them were written by uh, the uh, Holland brothers, Brian and Edward, uh, Lamont Dozer, and all the instrumentation, all the music arrangement was by the famous Funk brothers who are, who are inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on their own because um, they were just kind of like, you remember the, uh, what was that group? The, uh, the Wrecking Crew, the, the LA yeah. uh, musicians. This was the Detroit, the Motown version. Yeah, kind of like of a that. Niles Rogers version of that, you know? Like, exactly. You but know. but again, older Detroit yeah. musicians, guys like Joe Hunter and and Earl, um, Earl Van Dyke. So like these were the guys who were on there. Uh, who, who who arranged this album. Um, but there were also a lot of interesting like covers on here, like like great Motown stuff. Like this song was in my head all week, this old heart of mine, the great Isley Brothers song. Mm. And then it goes to covering Nancy Sinatra's These Boots When Made mm. For Walking. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you know, as great as Diana Leave Ross it alone. Is, Leave it alone. Nancy nailed it. Nancy nailed it. A hundred, thank you for saying that. Yes. You guys, <laughs> and they you tried. You're 100%, you know, they experimented. 100% right. You know. You're 100% yeah. right. But it was the same year. It's weird when people do covers in the same year. Like it's one thing to do a cover like 10 years, 15, you know, like I, I appreciate that. But when you do it in the same year, People did do that quite a bit, actually. People would cover each other within the same time period, which I think is weird. Yeah. You know, it's just like, like Elvis would have a song and somebody would have a song and we all singing the same song. It's really strange. Maybe because they were they were great songs. And if it didn't hit right away, they, you know, someone else came out and. and, and uh, but it did hit. I mean, Nancy's song hit. I don't know why the Supreme said it. Like, I was trying to look it up. I was just in my head. I was like, well, did they sing it before Nancy? Like, I didn't even like I couldn't understand why they would even do it in the same year. Like, it was just weird. It was a weird, it was a, it was a weird choice to cover, but you know this album they had recovered. They covered a bunch of other songs that never made the album. Like I think the songs that didn't make the album were, are, are just as interesting. Like they had covered Tom Jones' "It's Not yep. Unusual," which is strange. Stevie Wonder's "Uptight Everything Is All Right," which I could see them doing, and the Stone Satisfaction. 
<laughs> yeah, this was that's another really, one. You leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah, really, unless you're Devo and you take a whole different take on it. <laughs> yeah, well, there's been there's been some cool covers. That's, um, you know, I was a Pet Shop Boy is always on my mind. Like, there's some I, I like. You know, we talked about covers before, but maybe we'll ask people later on what covers they like. But but I just think it's weird. Same year, they didn't really change it at all. No, and like you know, that's kind of like a these boots are made for walking is a hard song, you know. And she's just way too sweet the way she kind of sings it. Um, I I, I also like that you know Mary Wilson had one solo song on this, and that was uh, uh come get these memories, which was a, also a very very nice song. And uh, again, you know, the harmonies are great between you know between uh, Mary and Flo, you know, backing up Diana Ross, which can't get lost in it, you know, and, and it's really never even repl- uh, replicated. Um, and I, I I love like all the stuff. I, um, can't help myself. Get ready. These are all like classic. Get Motown. ready. Yeah, and again, it, it, it's not as good as the original, but it's right. still it's still pretty good. It's almost sometimes it's like if you're not like you know in on this music and like up up to date with it or something, because it's definitely you know it's a little more my parents' music. I'm not gonna lie, you know, it's definitely something that I didn't get into, you know, as a kid or anything. You but, weren't into um, Motown as a kid growing up, not really. I mean, Texas, you know, it's more kind of you're more into Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, or ZZ Top or something. You're not, you know, you're you're into different kinds of music in the South. You know, they're racist out there. Nobody's gonna just give you a Motown album when you're ten, you know. <laughs> so, I feel like Michael Jackson was probably when it opened up for kind of a broad audience in a place like Texas, but it was mostly rock and Kiss and all that shit. You know, Led Zeppelin. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't. This wasn't something that, you know, was played maybe on like oldie stations and stuff, but it wasn't something that was like in my realm is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, if you didn't like a song on this album, say, right, there's not a song really longer than about three minutes and four seconds. I mean, yeah, songs were tight back then, man. These are like, you know, you know, tight. Yeah. There's a, there's a a verse, there's a chorus, there's a verse and end of song. It's, 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 so like there was no leads, there weren't any solos, not on this album. This was a this was a pop album put out yep. by Motown, is what this is. Yeah, I would have liked. That's one thing I didn't like about it is the songs are you know because there's such there's such great instruments you know instrumentation and kind of the music itself is great and it would love to just hear some more horns or have somebody kind of go off on a mm. riff and a thing and you know you don't hear a lot of that you know so that's that's one one complaint I would have. I would love to hear more of the band you know and because that would but that was the pop of the time and the radio friendly and all that stuff. You know, it, it, what I think what may have broke, what would have broken this album up a little bit more when they were trying to change the Supremes image a little bit and they wanted to be a little, you know, they wanted them to sound a little bit more mature. So they, there were two songs that they were kind of thinking about to put on this album as singles, as breakout songs. One of the songs was You Can't Hurry Love, which obviously they picked, but the other song came out on a later album, uh, You Keep Me Hanging On, which in my opinion is a more mature, you know, a more an adult sounding uh, uh, record. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah, that's a great song. Adam, what do you got? Anything? Let me see. We got um uh we have uh Happy uh Mischief says the Supremes are in every playlist I make. There you go. And, uh we got somebody saying that now when someone drops a new song, they drop a new remix every week for a couple months. 
<laughs> they stretch it out, man. They stretch out that one song. Right. Yeah. Which I get. It's it's hard. Um, you know what's a, another good one? You see, uh, uh, Put Yourself in My Place, which I, I, I don't think I ever heard the original one of that one. That, that was like the... That was on the second side. Um, That kind of that track gets lost because the track before it is "Get Ready," and then the track after is 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 that the weird um, money? That's what I want. Remember that song? Yeah. So yeah, that that's the one that gets kind of like lost in in my opinion on that. All the songs is "Hang On Sloopy." Is that an original or is that a cover? cover. That's a cover. Is that a cover? Yeah. That was a big. That was a big hit on its own as well. Yeah, it, I liked it. It has. It sounds like Grease. Summer loving up top. Like oh yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what I thought of when it was like when it was happening. Yeah, I my top five on this album, um, just in just as songs in general, was uh, Money. I liked as number five. Um, Get ready. Um, I love as number four. Can't help myself. Number three. Um, this old heart of mine. I love that one. I think that was uh, that song. The melody and harmony in that is phenomenal. And then you can't hurry love. Obviously, is just a perfect song. It's a perfect pop song. Do it. I'm surprised none of you guys brought up "Love Is Like an Itching in My Heart," which is the opening track. That's the first one. Yeah, it's yeah, good. And, yeah. yeah. Well, that was also like they. You know, there were two. How many originals are on this? Two. Only two. Yeah, I think it's only two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even. I didn't know because the, the songs have been. You know, so many people have covered this yeah. thing, so I didn't know which was which. I didn't because I didn't do the research on which the songs weren't covered. <laughs> Who wrote those two songs? Are the same guy, the it, Funk it, Brothers? It, it, yeah. No, no, the Funk Brothers are, are arranged. It was, it, it was they did the, the music. Holland, Holland, okay. Holland and Doza, but they also wrote all the other songs as well. You oh, know, they did. Okay. Except for like um, you know, the Nancy Sinatra song, the Isley Brothers song, but they they have songwriting credit on all these songs. They were like the house songwriters for uh, Motown. Um, but Love Is Like an Itching in My Heart was yeah, it's it's an original song. And that also was a top 10 song. You Can't Hurry Love went to number one. Um, Love's Like an Itch in My Heart went to number nine. And it just goes to show you how good these songs were performed. And I, I love the Motown songwriters. I mean, it, it is really good. And there's a, I think we talked about this, Dustin. We, uh, there's a documentary on um, Showtime about Motown. And yeah, it's really, really worth checking out. I don't know if anyone saw that. Very cool. Adam, anything? Let's see. Um, oh, we got uh, Miley Cyrus's Jolene as one of the covers. Oh, favorite covers? Favorite covers, yeah. With the yeah. Dolly Parton song? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I love that song. And I thought the White Stripes did a great version of that. So, um, yeah, that was a, that's a great, that's one of my favorite versions, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with covering a Dolly song. Like, she's such a, I mean, how many, I mean, God, she's written so many songs. What do you think about this album, uh, Adam? I, um, I think, um, I mean, it's such an upbeat album. And, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's the same thing for me. You know, I'd rather I'd rather hear more original songs, and I, I get it. At the time, covers were viewed in a completely different way than than we kind of view them now. But um, yes and no. I mean, all the shows are American Idol and all that shit. So it's like 
you know it's it's i mean the country's turned into karaoke man well that is but true the, the voice yeah. all that it's like the, those those people are celebrated for seeing more than the people that wrote the songs you the know? other thing is <laughs> you're hearing different takes on on current songs so if something was done like you know for one audience maybe this was done for a, another audience and I'm yeah. just talking in general terms. Why there were so many covers? Not on American know, Idol or something. That's no, more. Talk about the sixties. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. 60s. Yeah. 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 But but I don't. Yeah. But I don't think they took the liberties that you know Johnny Cash took on Nine Inch. Like the 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 variations of music now. It's just different. You know. I, I bet it back then it was like, hey, easy with my song. You know. I I think when somebody covered a song, it was probably they're more respectful. As for now, it's like. You know, you can take a country song and make it metal or, you know, there's like a different energy to that. You know, you can kind of make it your own. But back then, probably they probably had rights where they couldn't. Who knows? But I don't because I feel like even the boots are made for walking. You know, she's not I get. I guess she loses the kind of the fuck you that Nancy yeah. Sinatra has. <laughs> so oh, she's, try, she's trying to absolutely. do more of a more of a like, hey, these boots, you know, they're made for walking. You know, like it's, it's a kind of it's not this like, fuck you get out of my life. You the you know, the other reason why they may have covered it, too, <laughs> is to reach another audience. You know, Nancy Sinatra is yeah. reaching a predominantly white audience. By, by, Maybe. Uh, sure. You know, absolutely. That's, that's another thing I was just thinking of as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I think it was, you know, people were just kind of tossing things around a lot different than they are now. So, but. Uh, so overall, do you guys like the album, not like the album? I'm not a fan. Um, it's just not my kind of music. Um, I think it's brilliant and it's of the time. And I think it's it sounds good. And I love Diana Ross and I love the idea of the Supremes, especially of that time that these women were able to be successful in a horrible time in America. I love that. I love the story of that. That Mo, I mean, even though a lot of people got screwed out of money in Motown and things like that, there was a lot of shady shit happening to black artists. But I do like when I hear the songs, they're they're uplifting. You know, they're good, but it's definitely not something that, you know, I'm going to seek out. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to just, oh, yeah, I need to listen to Can't Hurry. Like, you know, it's just not, it's not my Do you thing. like Motown in general? <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, the Temptations I like, you know, um, more of a fan of the Raisins, but I mean, I do like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I do like Motown stuff. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of lean a little more towards some of the male groups, but yeah, it's, uh, but not, I don't listen to a lot of it. No. Um, I like, uh, Smokey, uh, Smokey, oh, what's his name? Smokey, Smokey Robinson. Robinson. And the, Smokey yeah. Robinson. Uh, yeah, it's like, you know, these, I like that stuff. Smoking but, the Miracles. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the temptations for tops. I, I I love all that type yeah, of music. I, so. that, it's just, I think it's just real good uh, music. And it, it kind the of OJ's, my, yeah, that kind of stuff. Love it. OJ, yeah, they come a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. do they? Okay. Yeah. Um, it, speaking of of, of like this, this poppy type sound, um, you guys turned me on to some really interesting music this week. Um, especially who is that? Uh, Leon Bridges. Leon Bridges. Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, the Leon Bridges. You know, you were right. This does fit, his style fits in really well with with this this music. You know, he he. Well, let's, is, let's set it up. Let's set up the album. Adam, set up the album. All right. So this is Leon Bridges coming home from 2015. So it was his debut album, which is you know it's a it's a mix of R and B, soul, gospel. It's very much a, a kind of a time warp when you listen to it. What would you guys think of it? 
Um, go ahead, Jeff. You were on to something. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was saying I think he's great. I mean, I love you know Dustin showed last week, and this is why I like doing this show so much. Is you guys exposed me to stuff I didn't like really listen to before, like the Gary Clark Jr. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, that's why I texted you that day. I mean, if there was a soundtrack of of you, that, that would be it. I could de- I, I could see Dustin all over that. I thought it was I'm definitely great. a black guy from Texas. Like that's why that's what sums me up. If I had and to, his, I, that is and my his spirit animal. And I love 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 his take on voodoo child okay um yeah. i thought it was really good it's uh, the yeah. version of come together sick really yeah, really great. good yeah but that was in justice league yeah but and so so I, I so that i listened to that first and i'm thinking okay very very like you said r&b so if i could i could see myself in memphis drinking beer eating chicken wings listening to that or seeing that performer then i i thought i was going to hear the same thing with leon bridges and it's not it's not. And I listened to this. I turned a bunch of people onto this and we were listening to it. And like that, this is not um, uh, like, like that, you know, blues. This is more soul. He is definitely more soul. And yeah. there's like the, the song Flowers and there's a bunch of them because uh, I, I listened to this a few times and I, I really, really like this. I mean, I like this a lot because I think there's a lot more like in the originals of his songs, a lot more melody and you know uh it's 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 a it's a it's a lighter record than than the gary cock i'm not trying to compare the two uh, you know i'm just saying that's what i was expecting i thought it was going to be also a um a a bluesy album and i didn't really find as much blues on it i found this again like more soul you know you yeah it's 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 definitely fantastic i mean i think the uh sam cook uh family should get royalties off of this album um (laughs) that's a great I mean, it's it's a little bit. Come on. Um, Well, (laughs) the difference between like, I like this album and Adam, where did you, what's your discovery on this album? Is this like, did you find this on your own or is this like, how did you find this guy? Um, I had uh, basically was recommended it by a bunch of different people. And, and it was what, and and you know what? Um, I had heard the song river and and coming home a bunch of times. And and this was, yeah, this is the first time that I went through the entire album. Yeah, it's 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 good. It really is good. It, it's it's almost too good. Um, it's I feel like if the, it, I, you know what I do like about Gary Clark Jr. is his fusion of now and then, whereas I feel this is kind of just heavy tribute, almost like you know identical to the music that was happening of that era of the Sam Cooke and stuff. And so I feel like it's uh, not a lot of modern arrangements with this music. It's really a throwback. Yeah. I mean, you're just, you feel like, you know, it's like he didn't, I mean, he could totally fit in that time. It would like Gary Carr Jr. They would, you know, it would, it, there would be a problem with this land. You know what I mean? Like he would, <laughs> he right. would cause some problems <laughs> with a song like that. Whereas this guy could slip right into that era and even the music and the way he's singing and the lyrics and everything else would fit in that time. You know, maybe I need to get into the lyrics a little more to make that statement, but I'm sure there's things that are a little more modern, but but it's just such a classic sound that, it, and it works. It's phenomenal. It's a nice something to put on. It's nice to have something of that sound that isn't the same music you've heard of your whole life. So yeah. it is pretty cool because of that. Yeah, there was um, nothing. I'm, I'm looking at the list of songs there. I, I mean, Coming Home stood out. Better Man stood out. Brown Skin Girl stood out. Shine stood out. Flowers, uh, River. These were all really good songs. Um, question for you guys. Where do the Gary Clark uh, Juniors, where do the Leon Bridges, how do they get played? How do how do young 
people find out about this music besides listening to this show? How, you know, wh where's the outlet? How do they get exposure? I think the best, you know, I don't want to do a plug for a particular streaming service, but I have a great time on Spotify and a Spotify premium, I feel is a great way to find music. They do a good job. Um, if you put in a genre and let's say you do blues, they'll have a new blues section in the genre. That's how I found Gary Clark Jr. I, I was seeking out blues and then they had a new uh, section. And then I seeked out the newer artist, And so, yeah, things like that. And then just spending time in a record store talking. I always talk to the, whoever works at a record store, I go, what do you listen to? What's new? What do you, what's give me something I don't know I should be listening to. I think, you know, that, that kind of energy, you have to seek out music like that. Yeah. I think with, um, I think There's I no more radio. Somewhere. Yeah. That's yeah. I think the, I, that's my point. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think I read somewhere that Leon Bridges was, uh, he gained prominence on SoundCloud mm. originally. So I, yeah, I, that's the, I would even think to listen to music on SoundCloud. I'm right. sure the Twitch is like, okay, old man, that's where we get our music. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's great. And I want to know about SoundCloud because I want to know about an artist like that. And so, like, you know, it's yeah, it's just a different time. You know, it's like a, a, amazing that a guy like this can kind of be under the radar. Yeah, and you, you know? also see that he's uh, he does a lot of collaborations too. He's uh, if if you'll get his top song, I'm looking at his top songs on Apple Music right now. He's got one with uh. Odessa, um, he's got one with Avalanche on on their new album. So nice. I think that's you know he's he's um, so that's him doing the more modern okay right, approach. Right, yep. Okay, I got you. So his own stuff is a little more classic, but he definitely ventures into some modern music. Well, you, that's cool. I don't know if you heard his uh, his other album, Good Thing, from twenty eighteen. I did not. It, no, it kind of pushes more towards a seventies sound. Okay, oh, so. <laughs> so, he's not going to go all the way. Right? He's not going to go modern, modern, but he'll go. Right. <laughs> he'll go from late fifties, sixties, then he'll go to seventies, then he got there. But he'll do eighties next time. He'll have yep. a have a Casio. If but, these uh, guys, we'll see if he does a Glamour Boys cover. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, he's got a guitar. What? Okay. <laughs> if these guys were going to play a venue, what kind of venue are they playing? Well, Gary Clark Jr. is already playing, I mean, Austin blues clubs. I mean, that's where he came up, you know, he because all those, you know, older blues guys like he opens for Stevie Ray Vaughan's brother and stuff. And, you know, he you know, that's where he well, he did not now. But I mean, that's how he came up. Just those old blues clubs where there's a where there's a place like Austin, you know, celebrates that music. I don't know. You know, in Detroit, I don't know, are they, is there a scene that's like Motown, you know, because in Texas, there's there's still that blues scene. You know, and that's where you find good blues. You know, just go to the blues towns, go to New Orleans, go they, to Texas, go to if Chicago. They to, if they were to come here, would they play uh, a club or would they play a, a music venue? Would they play like like Gary, uh, well, Gary Clark played uh, the Beacon for like four nights. And oh, you know, OK, wow. That, so, yeah, that's he's, a great he's got, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, he's got a pretty big fan base. Like it's it, oh, okay. it, it exploded pretty heavy, actually. It's like he he opened oh. for uh, Eric Clapton and then it's you know, and they, they had a, a relationship and he got him exposed to so many people. And then he did the soundtrack to uh, Justice League, the um, the Beatles song, Let It Be. And then it just kind of popped from there. But yeah, but he's, you know, but he kind of had his, you know, home ground kind of like, a you know, a lot of blues clubs across the country. It's kind of where he started. And just like a road comic, man, you know how it is. You're just like, you're playing these little shit gigs. And then next thing you know, people realize you're actually talented. And then they buy your stuff. And then they tell people how great you are. And then it just kind of definitely word of mouth with that guy. You know? Yeah, he's also been a fixture on the festival circuit. I think I saw him at Lollapalooza a few years ago. He's he's yeah. always on the Bonnaroo uh, lineups. That's, and, yeah, that's how hmm. all those guys get it. You know, it's like a festival live shows, man. They're just hitting the road, you know, and they're selling CDs at the road on the road. I was just wondering, like, how a guy like me would would you know who would you know without 
we just like stumble on, on the, again. I didn't hear him until you you uh, brought the album, and like now I'm glad I'm I'm onto him. Newy reminds me of a little bit. Do you remember the Robert Cray band? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he reminds me of of Robert Cray. Sure, I can see that. Yeah, and what about uh, Leon Bridges? Is is he, he would he be able to play the Beacon, or is he not at that level yet? Probably oh, now, definitely, right? I think I think he yeah. would definitely play the Beacon. He won a Grammy or something? Or no? He got nominated. He was nominated. He was nominated. He was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anybody's getting nominated for Grammys, they're probably playing the Beacon, you know, or somewhere like that. You know, people I start. It, to... I think it was for best R and B album. Uh, it might okay. have been. For, I think it was for this one. It was for Coming Home. I would absolutely see both these acts. Yeah. I yeah. I wish we'll definitely when we can. You know, when I come back to New York, we'll definitely go see you know, some. Uh, Gary music. Clark Jr. played um, at a. Uh, at Flush at, at uh, Forest Hills Stadium. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, that, it is weird. Great venues, and that, that happens a, to me a lot of times. Venue. Jeff, that happens to me all the time. You know, it's like like I didn't know anything about what was the band that you guys that we liked so much that was um, oh the, the Struts. The Struts. Yeah, I knew nothing about the Struts, and those guys are playing big places. And so it's like that's the thing. It's like that always amazes me. I remember before pre uh, pre COVID, where you know I would see like somebody at the Beacon I'd never heard of. I see somebody at the Garden. I've never heard of. There'd be somebody selling out the freaking garden, and and I'd be like, "Am I that old or out of touch right, that I don't right, know who this right, band right. is?" And they're just like, "How are they selling the garden?" And I've never heard of them, but that happens a lot. Um, ask uh, Twitch people: Is there anybody out there that, like, you know, that we should know that we probably don't that you're a big fan of? Is there? Do you have an indie band that you would like to get the word out on? You know, because I'm always curious because I, you know, is there a band that I should know about? I love that. That's why I always ask people that are into music, record stores or people, you know, like what's, you know, what, who are you listening to that I should be listening to? But in the meantime, this is a great album. So, you know, it's definitely a sexy album. I mean, this is kind of an album, you know, you throw a few back with your lady, you dim the lights. You Absolutely. Know. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. Yeah, you know, mood music, I call it. Yeah. It's kind of sad in some spots, but most of it was pretty good. You know, I noticed that um, the song Better Man, which uh, is probably my favorite one on there, kind of sounds a little bit like uh, Midnight Train to Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is a great song, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, it was it's it definitely has some great stuff. I love Out of Line. I thought was great. Um, a great piano on that one. Is that there was a remake? I was extended version of the album. Did you yeah. guys get the same one? Was yeah. that on the extended? Yeah, the extended. Yeah, it's the last song on the extended. Oh, that's the extended. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's the only downside of Spotify. When we're trying to do the actual albums, I never know if there's like an extra song. Yeah. So. But uh, but it is good because you get an extra song. But um, yeah, that's a great. This, the piano work on this is phenomenal, and I love that kind of piano. Like that's my yeah. favorite kind of. Like I love blues, jazz. It sounds like it's jumping. Yeah, yeah. it's good stuff, man. Me it's too. like I, well, I love this kind of piano. Well, that that's the same thing with the Supremes album. You you know those that, those pianos have like that jumping type piano sound. And the horns, it, it, yeah, it, it's up. Yeah, well, I think horns always kind of like bring the whole sound together. Yeah, horns and the piano, man, definitely good. There is, oh man, Jared, is, Jared Freed comedian. turned me on to, uh, yeah, great comedian, uh, turned me on to a band, uh, I think, Adam, what's the guy, what's the, is it St. Vincent and the Broken Bones? No, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. St. Paul and the Broken Bones. They are Bones. a fantastic band. Oh, cool. dude, you got to check them All out right. there. St. Paul and the Broken Bones. I'm in very it. Much I'm in along it. The, very much along the line of Leon Bridges. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm into it. 
Did any Twitchers say anything? You fuckers. Talk to us. <laughs> Put the game controller down. We're talking music. We're teaching you culture. <laughs> Teach us something. The, uh, Happy Mischief says, uh, I do like some horns jamming out. And um, who else we got here? We got a we got a favorite cover here from Nam Lequip uh, says, Sweet Dreams by Marilyn Manson. Oh, fantastic. I don't care one. what he did with those girls. That's a great <laughs> cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. All right. Um, <laughs> I think I like that. that. Is a good cover though because it's it like is. it just and the original I love and you know I love the original too. It's um and that's a fantastic. The rhythmics are one of my favorites of the eighties. You know, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, what was her name Annie Lennox? Annie Lennox, so, Lennox. fantastic singer. And uh, but yeah, you couldn't think. That's the thing. That's what I love about. You know, it's it's great that they said that song because that's a great example of switching the tone of the song. And I think that's what, you know, sometimes it works. It didn't work with uh, Boots Are Made For Walking, you mm-hmm. know, but with this, with that particular song, Marilyn Manson, it just makes, it just makes it so dark and just raw. And I, just, I like I just that version it. better than the original. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's it definitely, that's, I love Marilyn Manson. They're a great band. Sorry, I'm kids, you know, and we're not supposed to like them anymore, but uh, I love me some Marilyn Manson. You know, it's a great cover along those lines is uh, Sonic Youth Superstar. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. yeah. They, did, they did that on the uh, the tribute to the Coppins' album. Yeah. 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 It just it's so slow. And, and just not, it's, right. It, it, it's right. Speaking of dark and creepy, yeah. it's really good. I'm not a huge <laughs> Sonic Youth fan at all, but that's an amazing version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who does the uh, the. Uh, Smooth Criminal, uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, Alien and Farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's another great <laughs> one. That's, that's so good. Great one. Just, yeah, that's just... so good. Yeah, I love that that version of it. So fast, it's great. Yeah, and it's a fun video too. If you haven't uh, seen the video, very cool. All right, yeah. Adam, you're up. What's uh, what you got? All right, let's see. Um, let's see what's coming out here uh, this week. I know there was a. Uh, one of my favorite bands has actually got a new album coming out. It's the hold steady. They have uh, open door policy. It's their eighth studio album. And this is a band. I think you guys should really check out Who's uh, this? there. Uh, the hold steady, hold steady. How, yeah. how, how do you come about this band? So this is a band I've been listening to since, um, uh, probably like the mid two thousands. And, um, they're, if, if you want to start with them, I would say start around, their album boys and girls in America or separation Sunday. And, uh, they're really, I mean, especially for a live band, just, I, I think one of the best live bands out there. Very cool. A minute. What kind it's of, just, it's, and it's like guitar rock, guitar or? rock. Yeah. Guitar okay. rock kind of bar band rock. Um, it, it's very, um, you know, some great stories in there. There's, um, you know, where are they from? Are they British or are they from here? So they're um, they're they're a Brooklyn band oh, right cool. now, but from uh, Brooklyn, support Brooklyn. Some guys. of the guys are from uh, Minneapolis, and you know they have um, they actually they actually opened for the Replacements during uh, uh, the Replacements played uh, nice. St. Paul. Oh, great, man! Very cool. You, yeah. Did you see that show? I thought you saw one of those shows. You so saw I Replacements, saw, right? Yeah, so I saw them play Coachella when Billy Joe um, performed with them. And okay. Westerberg was basically laying wow. on a, a couch the entire time. Really? So it was just Tommy Stinson <laughs> and, Bill, and Billy Joe. Just and they laying had the, down uh, the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And then I saw them at a uh, Boston calling and I had tickets to the St. Paul show and I, 
I didn't fly out there to go see them. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. I think I said this before on the show. Yeah, I saw Macy Gray one time. She opened for um, the band that Jeff hates, Dave Matthews Band, and they were he was she was just laying down singing her entire set. She sang right. four songs, just laying down. <laughs> she was out of her mind. She, but you know what, her voice is phenomenal. That's that's definitely one that I wish I wish somebody had just scooped her up like a Rick Rubin or something or or somebody or anybody and just just gave her like four more albums and just and just cultivated the albums because her voice is fantastic. I know she's whatever. I don't give a shit about that, but I love her voice. It's because I'm a big Joplin person. So it's like, mm-hmm. she's as close that to sense. that. She's as close to that as we have. And so I wish that's a tragedy when I see somebody who's really talented like that, even like a Terrence Trent Darby, like there's so many, you know, musicians that, you know, were so great, but then they just took a turn and couldn't like, couldn't produce you know several albums it was just one or two and you know i think I it has to that. do with the songwriting too i mean you got you gotta you gotta you know you could still have the voice but if you only yeah. have like she had some good songs but she just she had you know, okay songs it's all right that big hit was good um oh but, yeah uh, that's a great song but uh, a couple yeah. of them actually yeah yeah it's not just that it's sometimes arrangement sometimes the style of the music they're doing sometimes yeah, i you feel get, you get yeah. you get uh lost in the mix you know somebody else comes along and you totally forget about about that band or that that artist and you know they they fall off the grid but it's like the living color problem like i feel like it's just you know they just feel like they had just a little more molding they could have been you know bigger I thought you were going to go in a different direction with Macy Gray. What you said, you wish someone kind of got a hold of her. And that's kind of maybe the way I also feel about um, Amy Winehouse. I really mm. wish someone would have I think she was in. nailing it. I just meant, like, oh, you mean, oh, you just I, mean like her addiction and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't that, fuck with that because I've had those addictions. So, but I feel like, you know, that's just something that rock and roll can't quite seem to figure out. That's just, unfortunately, know, that's part of it. That's part of the talent process for some of, people not everybody you don't have to do that to be talented but sometimes it just happens that that was a loss that really hurt me man i loved Amy i mean Winehouse. when you're a sad songwriter sometimes you know you can't stop that sadness and so that's why a lot of that shit happens i thought one of the best songs of he's great of, of, of the of the new millennium here in the last 21 years was tears dry on their own i thought that was such an amazing what's the album that like the the amy winehouse album back like in, what's if you gotta black. have one if you have to have black. one back to black okay yeah Cause she's one that I definitely haven't explored that I want to. She's like, you know, I know, I know her well, I've seen the documentary and everything, but I just, you know, and I've listened to a few songs and, but I just want to know more than, you know, the rehab song. You know what I mean? Like I want to know, know that. <laughs> yeah. I want to get into some of her music. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah. I feel like she's one of those dark people that I would probably would love. love. Yeah. Yeah. And the arrangements are great. The, enough you know, of the it. horns. It was so, so sixties. It was so, so good. And the style yeah. of, of the band yeah. and everything. I love, I love it. Yeah. I love everything she I, was about. I would love to have seen her live too. Cause I was a big, you know, Sinead O'Connor person. And I feel like Sinead was kind of that dark kind of, you know, just kind of gothic stuff. So I love it. Anything else? Adam? That was a, I, that was her only album too, right? Back to black. Yeah. Oh, it was just one album. Yeah. yeah she was working on another one. One album and, and all and, like that much. Yeah. One album. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. See, I was thinking that was like three. I had no idea. No. I, yeah. She's no Adele. <laughs> Adele's. No, I don't. I don't shit on Adele. She. She is what she is. She's that. She's I mean, she, she's got a great like voice. A, she's yeah. good. I like twenty. Twenty one was a great album. She's great. I don't shit on. I don't shit on somebody like that. Man. 
she's you know whatever she's fine it's just i always say it's not music i listen to so so it's like whatever the supremes it's not music i listen to it's great but it's not for me i'm not gonna like hey i got this new supremes album it's just not gonna happen right yeah (laughs) Same with Adele. <laughs> like I can, you know, if it's on, I'd be like, oh, she sounds pretty good. I liked her before, obviously. Like I remember ge- hearing a little bit of Adele before she blew up. And I remember, and that always, that always, it always is better sometimes when it's not that popular. Cause then it's hard, you know, to shit on it when it's like nobody, not everybody's talking about it. You're like, oh, that's a really cool song. Cause I remember that arrangement of that song that, that launched her. The, um, well, uh, rolling in the deep yeah you great know that, song is that that I song love that but it, i hated yeah. hello okay yeah and i mean yeah i just yeah that's i get it but, oh, but she, has, she has a bunch of really uh great songs she was, but, but by the time hello came out she she was huge she was already huge she yeah. also does a great cover of the um, i mean now she lost weight she looks great yeah she does look good i i, I like her version <laughs> also the um the cover of the uh the cure song uh, um love song Oh, okay. I didn't really heard that. Really, like, like Check dark, out. smoky, bluesy version of of that song, which is also a great song in its own right. Cool. Anything so else, a, Adam? Um, yeah, we got a dark secret here. It says that uh, Amy Winehouse's first album was Frank, and then uh, Back to Black. Oh, so she has was two Frank albums. a so full she has album, or was it an EP? Let me see. How many how many songs are on that album? Because that's that's a good. Frank has oh 15 songs. Yeah, oh, that's an album. Yeah. <laughs> that is album. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, so her uh, debut. Thank you LP. guys. We like to be right on the show. Sometimes we act like we know stuff and we don't. So thank you for that. Because I don't know anything about Amy Wine outside, but I want to. So thank you. I'll get both albums. So that's great. I'll even buy the vinyl. Because I'm gonna I'm true to what the show is. You're a dedicated uh, man. I am. Anything else, Adam, before we take off? We got uh, the best of Wilson Pickett. What's that? Re, uh, reissue. So, oh, Wilson Pickett. Uh, oh, Wilson nice. Pickett, okay. yeah. And I know there's the um, uh, Carol King Tapestry 50th anniversary okay. nice. vinyls out also. You seem like a Carol King guy, Jeff. You get, I, light I a candle, take a bubble bath. <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> songwriter. That's phenomenal good. songwriter. Yeah, I never got into Carol. I will. I will. I'm going to. That's the best thing about the show. I just I leave with a with list of people I should be listening to. You know what's coming out in two weeks, Adam? This is his job. Weeks, Come on. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know what's, uh, what's Weezer. Coming out. No, no, well, there's a new Weezer album. I think we talked about it last week. Yeah. And, okay. Human. Yeah. Uh, new Paul Stanley album coming out where he covers a bunch of like seventies uh, 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 soul songs. Paul Stanley. Wow. Yeah. You wait till you hear it. I heard it. It's good? really, really good. Great. All right. Guy's, guy's 68, 69 years old, and he still sounds, fin- I mean, he sounds great than he ever did, but it does sound nothing like Kiss. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, he's, yeah, he's a guy. He sounded good in the concert. I know he had a lot of backup singing, according to Jeff. Tracks. But- tracks. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh thank you so much um if you want to follow us on our facebook page please do dustin's vinyl and every week we we love talking music and uh with you guys and so um send us any requests you know we'd love to hear and cover some of the stuff that you're listening to and give us new bands we love new bands man give us some music we should be checking out and thank you for listening uh and watching our show and get the word out let your friends know let everybody know they should be checking out 
about this show. This has been a great one. Thank you guys. Listen to the Supremes and um, Leon Bridges. I think yeah, Leon Bridges. Check yep. that dude out. He's good. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Woo, Bye, everybody. Fuck and roll. Yay. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 